Hello, this is Michael Dubin with Living Skills. In our time together in this podcast, I would like to talk about fear. Specifically, what is the common theme of your fears? Beware the boogeyman. There's a lot of fear out there in the world. There are a lot of people out there telling you to be afraid. The boogeyman is coming to get you. Be very afraid. The deficit is killing the economy, they tell us, or government spending got us through the pandemic. Vaccines will give you autism, or vaccines are the only thing that will save you. If you interfere with my religious freedom not to bake that cake, you are violating my rights. Or, if your behavior isn't in line with the actual teachings of Jesus, you are not a Christian. George Soros and the Illuminati are forming one world government. Gerrymandering is killing democracy. Muslims, Jews, evangelicals are all coming to get us. Take your pick. Undocumented workers are taking our jobs. Really? Do you want to come pick the tomatoes and the cantaloupes? The rich are the job creators. Small businesses create jobs and opportunity. So as you see, and you've heard it all, everybody and everything gets its turn at being the boogeyman. Whether you fear death panels creationism, being limited to one hamburger a month, cannibalism, being told what you can and can't do with your body, or you believe that cows farting is causing climate change, you are all aware of the fear-based insanity we have been living through, and everybody's doing it. Certain members of the clergy, quite a number of politicians, and various media empires catering to whomever will listen to them, and they're all using fear to manipulate the masses into frothing at the mouth levels of fear and anger. This is nothing new, but it has reached levels that are moving us toward a point where we have all taken leave of our senses and trust no one and believe nothing. Any political leader, media figure, or someone in a corporate slash business environment trying to scare you is someone to run from. Usually they tell you that they are the only ones who can fix it or that it can't be fixed. So do as you're told, don't think for yourself, and facts don't exist. Um, yes they do. They're not interested in the greater good. What they are seeking to do is pit you against friends, neighbors, family, in order to serve their own ambitions or their political or business agendas. There are scary things happening that do need to be addressed with a quickness. But the answer is never to give up your power to others and then cower and quake in fear. Nor is it to get so angry as a response to your fear that you were incited to harm others or yourself. So let's take a small step together toward addressing all of that fear that is out there and hopefully, at the same time, take some of our power back, thus robbing the boogeyman of his power over us. When our fears come up, they tend to cluster in certain groupings. We all have patterns. That is normal, expected, and human. So it is always helpful when some hobgoblin is trying to push your buttons to know which button is being pushed and then take their finger off your button. For some of us, we fear that we will somehow or for some reason be abandoned or rejected or humiliated or betrayed. Now, these all work together in all kinds of combinations, but as example, 
I fear being abandoned, left all on my own to fend for myself, and, in being abandoned, I will also feel rejected. And because I was rejected, it is so humiliating to me that they would do this to me that I feel betrayed by those I loved or trusted or relied on. In whatever combination or in whatever arena of my life the fear presents itself, this is where I go. I was rejected because I was not good enough, says the fear, and that feels humiliating to me. My trust was betrayed, and now I feel humiliated for ever having trusted whomever. I fear friends, family, people will abandon me. You see how this can go. For many of us, though we each have our own pattern of it, this is the button that gets pushed when we're afraid. For others of us, I fear the punishment of a martyr. No matter how hard I have tried or have worked, no matter how much I have loved or given, no matter how much I have personally sacrificed, no one will appreciate it. No one will understand what I have been through, how I have suffered, fearing they will misunderstand my good intentions. Or, I'm being expected to do things that are beyond my responsibility, beyond my pay grade, if you will, beyond my capabilities. I'm afraid of getting punished for things I had nothing to do with, martyred somehow for some reason. Why should I suffer and only get one hamburger a month when it isn't my fault? They did or didn't do whatever. Why am I being punished? You see how this can play out from the absurd to real work situations or within relationships. After all I have done for you, the sacrifices I have made, the things I have given up, the fear of being martyred and punished in the process is the second grouping of fears. A third grouping of fears for some of us is the fear that if I am not perfect, whether at work, as a parent, in an intimate relationship, or as a friend, that I will get blamed, that I will fall short for some reason of my own expectations of myself, much less everybody else's expectations. Afraid of not getting it right, afraid of being wrong or incorrect or misguided or having misunderstood. What this really means is I will blame myself or others will blame me for not being perfect. The demand of perfection is often what many of us substitute for lack of self-trust. When we have not learned to trust ourselves, we are open to being manipulated by those who seek to make us doubt ourselves and be fearful. Others of us fear exclusion. It's not the same as fear of abandonment. Everybody else will get something, but I will be excluded or left out or it won't work for me. You see this a lot societally in the anger that so many have about some group or another supposedly getting advantages or tangible benefits that I am being excluded from receiving. And that makes me mad because I am being excluded, but they are not. I'm being left out. And that fear triggers a lot of people. Now, these are not the only clusters or groupings of fears. And again, we all have our own patterns. When you look at yours, you will be amazed at the consistency of that pattern. Look at where you go when your buttons get pushed. You can start taking your power back just by recognizing what is happening and by refusing to give your power away to a habituated response to someone trying to make you feel afraid. You will find, as some darn Democrat once said, 
that we have nothing to fear but fear itself. And in recognizing that, you will have learned a universal truth that transcends politics, media, and religion. I hope you have found this podcast of use. If you have any questions or comments or want more information about Living Skills, please feel free to email me at livingskillsinc at gmail.com or contact me through my website www.livingskills.pro. At Living Skills, we offer positive psychology and transpersonal psychology coaching and counseling, spiritual coaching and counseling, and psychological skills training and education. We are especially sensitive to the needs of the LGBTQ community and also the millennial generation, but our services and skills are applicable to and we work with everyone. I hope you have enjoyed the podcast and will join me again in the future. This is Michael Dubin in Atlanta. Thanks for listening.